You're listening to RE Snapshots. Each fortnight, we chat about the science behind the weeds, tackling herbicide resistance, and bringing you the latest information with experts in the field. For RE Snapshots this week, we're chatting with Rick Llewellyn. He's a farming systems scientist with the CSIRO. And we're going to be talking about the new brome rim, which is now available for agronomists and farmers to use. How are you going, Rick? Excellent, thanks. So tell us a little bit about this new brome rim program. How does it work? Yes, well, it's based on the, the well-known rim version that Ari has uh, made available and developed through UWA. But what we found is that there's a great opportunity for farmers and agronomists who are dealing with brome around Australia to, to make use of a tool like RIM. So we've adapted it for brome and it's uh, proving to be very useful in, in workshops uh, across several states where we've run it so far. So is that what led it to be uh, developed then, like it's becoming more of a problem this particular weed? Is that the, the core reason? Yeah, absolutely. So brome is the fourth most most costly weed in Australian cropping in terms of yield loss and it's a in several regions, it's the, the number one weed that uh, farmers are, are facing. And that, that's not necessarily due to resistance. Uh, resistance is still quite low in several of these regions, but it's just a hard weed to control and it's very competitive. So you're finding farmers really have, have to take a, an IWM approach to managing brome and managing seed banks. So it's perfect for a tool like uh, the resistance integrated management tool uh, where you can really look at the long-term scenarios and a whole whole range of options for the, the strategies that you need to control a, a real problem weed like brome. Definitely. So let's go over a bit of how it actually works. So how would someone use the brome rim model? Well, the, the way it's most commonly used is in small groups and where you've got a, a number of farmers t dealing with the, the same issue. And there's also a lot of options out there that farmers can take on and, and a lot of these are, are well known to, to people following ARI, such as the harvest weed seed control methods. But they're often quite different for a weed like brome where seed is lost earlier in the season so that often the efficacy might not quite be as high or there might be other practices needed to make them work well. So there's a whole range of new options needed. So often in, in small groups with agronomists, you're working through these scenarios and for, and for individual farmers and their agronomists, they're able to look at what the payoffs might be for introducing some of the, the practices that might not necessarily be practices like a, a new herbicide that might control 95%, 99% of weeds, but there's a lot of practices out there for brome that might only offer 40, 50, 30 even, but can still be very useful over a, over a five to 10 year period. And what would you say, because sometimes people can be a little bit put off using models like this because they think it's not going to be user friendly, is this easy to use for people? Well, th thanks to all the work that's been put into developing uh, the, the RIM model, it uses exactly the same interface. So it, re it really is an easy model to use from a farmer perspective. So we, it's the way these things work is that farmers are, are sitting there in, with it in front of them and, and the focus is not so much on the model itself but just running through some typical cropping scenarios over you know, a rotation of five or, or ten years, introducing the practices through the season as well as the typical practices that they'll always use, the herbicides and other seeding practices, and then looking at what it means for profit, because it is an economic model as well as a biological model, looking at what it means for gross margins over time, but also looking at what the payoffs might be when you do introduce a, a new practice that, that could have a benefit. Yeah, it sounds good. So where can people go and find this new broom rim? Well, the existing rim version for ryegrass is available on the RE website yes. and through the 
uh, GRDC funding through the Stubble Initiative and the input from CSIRO as well as uh, experts in Brome like Gurji Gill at the University of Adelaide. We've developed this new tool and, and pretty soon we'll be placing it uh, on the RE website so people can find both those tools in, in the same place. And you've also got an upcoming barley rim coming out. What led to this being developed? Yes, that's right. Since we were developing the, the Brome version, there's, there's also demand in several districts, such as Upper Air Peninsula in, in South Australia, where, where barley grass has become a, a real key weed in, in no-till systems. And, and that's an, another reason why both Brome and barley are becoming more important, is as these weeds evolve to, to no-till, they are becoming the, the, the real difficult weeds to control. So there was demand there from this, this uh, group of, of farmers in, in this major grain-growing district. So we're developing a, a barley rim as well which should be available uh, later this year. Excellent. Well, thank you for giving us an update and you'll be talking more about these RIM models in an upcoming webinar as well so people can keep it. That will be through WeedSmart, but we'll put the details up for that as well. Look forward to it. Thanks so much, Rick. Thank you. See ya.